Climate Watch is CGTN Radio's new podcast focusing on the impact of climate change. We have conversations with people on the front line about this critical issue. Listen to Climate Watch on all major podcast platforms and join us in taking action to save the planet we call home. Hello and welcome to the Top Story, a podcast with the headlines of the day from our correspondents around the world. I'm Siju. Coming up, healthcare workers in the United States are staging their largest ever strike in recent history. Ukrainian authorities say at least 51 people have been killed by a Russian missile strike after Moscow claimed to have shot down 31 Ukrainian drones. And about 90 people are dead in a drone attack in a central Syrian city of Homs. We're beginning in North America. Tens of thousands of healthcare workers in the United States are on a three-day strike, the largest ever in recent history. The strike started after workers at Kaiser Permanente, one of the nation's largest non-profit health systems, failed to reach a new labor contract with their employer. The majority of the strikers are in California, where the company is based, and the patients have been warned about potential delays. It is Tianshan reports. Licensed vocational nurses, home health aides, as well as technicians. More than 75,000 unionized healthcare workers have walked out of their jobs at Kaiser Permanente, one of the prominent healthcare providers across the United States. This state is very expensive. I love where I'm from. I love my community. I love to be a, a part of this community. However, the going rate of a one-bedroom is $2,200. That 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 is that is ridiculous. Okay. We all commute. We can't live right here in West LA. Strikers say the proposed pay raise of six percent is just to keep up with inflation, but it's also about working conditions and the number of patients they're being asked to care for. You know, there's there's a burnout that happens. You can only do that for so many days. Have these crazy busy days where you're just nonstop going, going, going. You know. <laughs> Trying to use the restroom and get all your water in, and and still keep up with with patients. And the other thing is that the patients don't get the care that they need. You know, the strikes come at a time when many healthcare workers were burdened with the COVID-19 pandemic while facing the pressure of rising costs of living. And they're not alone. 2023 has been defined by union actions with major strikes staged by various sectors. School workers, teachers, nurses, hotel workers, fast food workers, port workers, auto workers, Hollywood actors, and writers are just some of the unions that called on their members to hold the picket lines to negotiate a better contract. And some of the success stories have encouraged others to follow suit. Kaiser officials are seeking to outsource healthcare personnel to fill in some of the positions for now, while they warned patients that some non-urgent procedures may be postponed. Negotiations with the union representatives have made no progress so far. We're committed to paying fair wages, but at the same time, we know there's an affordability crisis in healthcare. We've got to balance that to make sure we're good stewards of our members' dollars. <laughs> It's unclear how long the negotiations could last, but America's largest healthcare worker strike comes in a year filled with so many heated labor disputes, signaling high demand for change. That was Edith Tianshan on health worker strike in the United States. Turning to Europe, 
Ukrainian authorities say at least 51 people have been killed after a Russian missile struck a cafe and a grocery store in the Kharkiv region. The assault came after Moscow said its air defenses shot down 31 Ukrainian drones in a nighttime attack on border regions. Media reports say the drone attack is Kyiv's largest single cross-border drone assault reported by Moscow. Megumi Lim has more. This is the deadliest attack on the Kharkiv region since the Russia-Ukraine conflict began with one of the highest civilian death tolls. The missile struck a cafe and a shop in Horoza, a village of only a few hundred people in the Kupiansk area of the Kharkiv region, which was occupied by Russian forces for several months last year. Around 60 people were reportedly gathering in the cafe to remember a local resident who had recently died. Images circulating on social media showed bodies strewn on the ground and buildings reduced to rubble. A regional official said initial information suggests an Iskander ballistic missile was used. Meanwhile, President Vladimir Putin has reiterated that Russia didn't start the conflict in Ukraine. And he insisted that he wasn't interested in conquering territories. Giving a speech in the Black Sea city of Sochi, President Putin said that Russia is aiming to create a new world and accused the West of trying to hold on to global hegemony. That was Megumi Lim in Kyiv. Still in Europe, members of the European Union have agreed on a landmark deal on how to handle the ongoing refugee crisis. The new agreement will relocate asylum seekers evenly across the bloc, with frontline member states allowed to detain them longer if needed. Alex Caddy explains. This deal has been eight years in the making, eight years of painstaking negotiation over the EU's most contentious issue. This new migration pact is designed to help the Union deal with large-scale refugee crises and was drawn up in the wake of the 2015 influx triggered by the civil wars in Libya and Syria. Under the new rules, the EU will aim to relocate at least 30,000 migrants every year, most likely moving them from frontline countries like Italy and Greece to countries which have had less of a burden to shoulder. Member states can refuse this relocation but have to pay €20,000 per refused migrant in compensation. Germany had been blocking these proposals in the latest round of negotiations. Members of the German coalition government did not agree with new rules in the plan which allow border agencies to lock migrants up in detention centers for up to 40 weeks as they process asylum claims during crises. When Germany lifted its objection, Italy blocked the process when it disagreed with language about the NGOs which rescue migrants in the Mediterranean Sea and often bring them to Italian shores. Now, at long last, a majority of EU countries, including Italy, are now on board. And while Poland and Hungary still vehemently oppose this plan, it can now move forward through the legislative process. Now, despite this agreement, that process will still take around two years, including negotiations with the European Parliament and full implementation. But with migration being such an existential issue for the EU, it may well be worth the wait. That was Alex Kadia on the EU's new move to deal with the refugee crisis. Now in Asia, about 90 people are dead and over 270 others injured following a drone attack in a central Syrian city of Homs. Officials say the attack took place during the graduation ceremony at a military academy. The victims included dozens of women and children. Zara al has details.
The Syrian Defense Ministry issued uh, a statement following uh, the attack. In that statement, it accused uh, what it called uh, terrorist uh, groups that are backed by international forces, and it uh, vowed uh, to revenge for uh, these uh, attacks. Uh, later, the Syrian army targeted uh, the rebel-held areas in northwestern uh, Syria. Uh, the informations uh, are about that the Syrian army is targeting the basically uh, the Islamic uh, Turkestan party positions uh, in Ariha, in Benish, in Sermin, in Idlib, uh, which are uh, in the uh, province of Idlib, as the Syrian army uh, has uh, information that this uh, group uh, had uh, received drones uh, lately. That was Zara al reporting. Now some updates on the global climate status. Global temperatures are likely to soar to record levels in the next five years. The projection has been made by the World Meteorological Organization. Scientists believe that El Nino could have a big impact in the coming months. Hendrik Sabrandi reports. It's been a very, very hot year. Many of us have experienced firsthand. It's just unbearable. It's impossible to be out. The UN Secretary General summed it up in July. The era of global warming has ended. The era, the era of global boiling has arrived. 2023 has also been a year of weather extremes. Changes to rainfall patterns, so heavy rainfall in the summer as well uh, as in the winter, uh, because of climate change. Now prepare for even more of that change. And we're now seeing El Nino conditions being established in the Pacific. Climate experts agree El Nino, a weather event characterized by warmer than average temperatures in the tropical Pacific Ocean, is gathering steam and could have a major impact on the globe in the months ahead. Our model came out and produced a whopping anomaly. Steve Yeager, a project scientist with the U.S. National Center for Atmospheric Research, says what he calls a super El Nino appears to be on the way. The stronger the event is, the more havoc it wreaks on weather systems around the world. El Ninos have been associated with deadly fires, drought, heat waves, floods and mudslides in the past. NCAR used an experimental model to reach its findings, evaluating not just atmospheric conditions, but oceans, sea ice, and land over a 50-year period. Using huge amounts of data, scientists ran simulations that produced hindcasts, which very accurately predicted the strength of past El Ninos. They then decided to look forward. We felt it was important to, to get our message out there that our system um, even though it's new and, and fairly untested and we're just starting to kick the tires on it, is is skillful enough that, that we're willing to put this out there. His goal in part is to make the public more alert. Many scientists believe a strong El Nino combined with global warming could be a double whammy for the climate next year. So we're anticipating that not only is 2023 going to be exceptionally warm and possibly um, uh, a record warm year, uh, but we anticipate that 2024 will be warmer still. Jaeger says El Ninos tend to live up to their reputation. There's fascination with it. There's there's some dread associated with it. And so it's, it makes for a a fairly dramatic climate story whenever it happens. NCAR plans to run a more conclusive simulation in November. And while he says his prediction is far from a guarantee... Hendrik Sabrandi reporting. 
Now, recapping today's headlines, health workers in the United States are staging their largest ever strike in recent history. Ukrainian authorities say at least 51 people have been killed by a Russian missile strike after Moscow claimed to have shot down 31 Ukrainian drones, and about 90 people are dead after drone attack in the central Syrian city of Homs. And that's it for this edition of the Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports, and culture, you can subscribe to the Beijing Hour, a one-hour podcast news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Xi Zhi. Thanks for listening.